pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, we're all. Good afternoon. It's Monday afternoon. This is John DePietro. As we speak, President Biden is addressing the situation with the variant, and I want to uh, play it for you, folks. Knowledgeable actions and speed, not chaos and confusion. Do we have more tools today to fight the variant than we've ever had before? From vaccines to boosters to vaccines for children five years and older and much more. A year ago, America was floundering against the first variant of COVID. We beat that variant significantly, and then we got hit by a far more powerful threat, the Delta variant. But we took action. And now we're seeing deaths from Delta come down. We'll fight the, you know, and look, we're going to fight and beat this new variant as well. We're learning more about this new variant every single day. And as we learn more, we're going to share that information with the American people candidly and promptly. Second, the best protection, I know you're tired of hearing me say this, the best protection against this new variant or any of the the variants out there, the ones we've been dealing with already, is getting fully vaccinated and getting a booster shot. Most Americans are fully vaccinated, but not yet boosted. If you're 18 years or over and got fully vaccinated before June the 1st, go get the booster shot today. They're free and they're available at 80,000 locations coast to coast. A fully vaccinated booster person is the most protected against COVID. Do not wait. Go get your booster if it's time for you to do so. And if you are not vaccinated, now's the time to get vaccinated and take your children to be vaccinated. Every child age five or older can get safe, effective vaccines now. While it will be a few weeks before we know everything we need to know about how strongly the existing vaccines protect against the new variant, Dr. Fauci is with me today, Ah. our medical team. Ah. And uh, believe that the vaccines will continue to provide a degree of protection wow. against severe disease. Another one. And as additional protections, please wear your mask when you're indoors. Here we come. In public settings around other people. He didn't wear it yesterday. It protects you. It protects those around you. Third, in the event, hopefully unlikely, that updated vaccinations or boosters are needed to respond to this new variant, oh. we will accelerate their development and deployment with every available tool. I want to reiterate, Dr. Fauci believes that the current vaccines provide at least some protection against the new variant, and the boosters strengthen that protection significantly. Uh. We do not yet believe that additional measures will be needed, but so that we are prepared, if needed, my team is already working with officials at Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson oh boy. to develop contingency plans for sure they are. or boosters if needed. That's right. And I will also direct the FDA and the CDC to use the fastest process available without cutting any corners Where's for Hunter? safety to get such vaccines approved and on the market if needed. Ah. And we'll do that the same way that any modifications are needed or current treatments need to uh, use to help those with uh, who get ill with the COVID virus. Look, I'm, uh, I'm sparing no effort in removing all roadblocks to keep the American people safe. All of this is uh, confusing to 
to a lot of people. Say the least. confusing to do. Let me close with this simple message. Oh, boy. If you are vaccinated but still worried about the new variant, get your booster. If you aren't vaccinated, get that shot. Go get that first shot. My team at the White House will provide me with daily updates this week. On Thursday, I'll be putting forward a detailed strategy outlining how we're going to fight COVID this winter. Sure you will. Not with shutdowns or lockdowns, but with more widespread vaccinations, boosters, testing, and more. I promised every American that there will be always be the latest vaccines available and the booster shots available to them and for free and everywhere available. Every single American, free of charge, and I will keep that commitment. But we need to do more than vaccinate Americans. To beat the pandemic, we have to vaccinate the world as well. And America is leading that effort. We've shipped for free more vaccines to other countries than all other countries in the world combined. Over 275 million vaccines to 110 countries. Now we need the rest of the world to step up as well. Let me be clear. Not a single vaccine shot Americans ever send to the rest of the world will ever come at the expense of any American. I will always make sure that our people are protected first. Like to think so. But vaccinating the world is just one more tool in how we need to meet our moral obligation as Americans and how to best protect Americans as well. The Delta variants and now the Omicron variant all emerged elsewhere in the world. So we can't let up until the world is vaccinated. We're protecting Americans by doing that as well. As we continue this effort, let's remember where we stand. We're in a very different place as we enter the month of December this month compared to where we were last uh, last September, last Christmas. <laughs> last Christmas, fewer than 1% of American adults were vaccinated. Oh, this brand Christmas, new. The number will be over 71%. That's not a fair analysis. 86% of seniors. They just got Last it. Christmas, our children were at risk without a vaccine. Come on. This Christmas, we have safe and effective vaccines for children ages 5 and older. With more than 19 million children and counting now vaccinated. Last year, a majority of schools were closed. This year, 99% of our schools are open. Let me reiterate once more. We also now have booster shots that provide extra protection. They're free and convenient. There's still time to get your first two shots or your booster shot or get your children vaccinated before Christmas. All three are available and can be done before Christmas. If you and your family are fully vaccinated, you can celebrate the holidays much more safely. And given where we were last year, that's a blessing that none of us should take for granted. We're throwing everything we can at this virus, tracking it from every angle. And that's what we have to keep doing. That's how we reopen our country. That's how we reopen our businesses. That's how we reopen our schools. That's how, even with the pandemic, we've generated... Hold on, folks. Sorry about that. Record job creation and record economic growth in this country. We've moved forward in the face of COVID-19. We have moved forward in the face of the Delta variant. And we move forward now in the face of the Omicron variant as well. So thank you. And God bless our troops. And I hope you all have 
I'll be speaking before then, but a Merry Christmas as we approach it. A little early. It's not uh, even December yet, Mr. President. Let me oh. call on Nancy Bloomberg. Oh, going to call on Nancy so Bloomberg. President Folks, this is President Biden live. Other countries will be reluctant to um, report variants or other strains given the travel ban. That That's right. So Good question. No, I, 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 I don't think so. I don't think that's the, what's going to happen. And uh, exactly I wanna, what's gonna again, happen. the reason for the immediate travel ban is there were a significant number of cases, unlike any other country, well, there are few around South Africa in the world. We needed time to give people an opportunity to say, get that vaccination now before it heads. It's going to move around the world. I think it's almost inevitable there will be at some point that uh, that strain here in the United States. Um, but I don't uh, I don't think anyone's going to be reluctant to report. We have also moved to uh, do more. For, for example, we've provided more vaccines, as I said, than all other countries in the world combined. And we've provided significant vaccines as well to South Africa in that region. Matter of fact, South Africa doesn't need any more vaccine. They're having trouble getting it out in the people's arms and the reluctance is there. But no, I don't think it's going to have that effect. Let me call on Alexis. Alexis. Alex and Reuters. Yes, thank you so much, Mr. President. I wanted to ask if the U.S. is doing anything to screen international travels for this variant and what is being done, if anything, internally to see if the virus, this variant, has already arrived. Well, there's a lot being done. Uh, I'm going to turn to Dr. Fauci to ah. answer the last oh, question no. about what's being done. Doc? Ah. Folks, again, this is President Biden. Thank you, Mr. President. We already have in place when Dr. people Pauly come into the United the States, they have to be tested before they get on and they have to show vaccination uh, uh, documentation. So even before Omnicron came in, we have a situation where we'll be able to test. And talking about testing, for, fortunately for us, the PCRs that we mostly use would pick up this very unusual variant that has a real large constellation of mutations. Fortunately for us, that the PCRs that we do, do pick it up. And uh, we're following extremely closely the medical community, the COVID team. Uh, any developments as it relates to how severe it is, how quickly it, how quickly it spreads, how dangerous it is, et cetera. We have more work to do in that area. And uh, Wall Street Journal. Thank, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, the UK, Europe, and a growing number of countries have confirmed cases of Omicron. Are you considering additional travel restrictions on countries where the variant has been detected? And just separately, you've urged Americans to wear masks in indoor public spaces, but many states and cities, including Washington, D.C., have listed mask mandates. So are you calling right. on state and local officials to reinstate mask mandates? Uh, with regards to the last question, the answer is uh, I, uh, I encourage everyone to uh, wear a mask when they're indoors in a crowded circumstance. What about you like yesterday, Mayor right um, And uh, unless you're eating or speaking at a microphone. Um, and uh, secondly, um, uh, the degree of the spread impacts on whether or not there's a need for any travel restriction but that's not i don't anticipate that at this point and we'll see we'll see where that works and so the other alex doesn't have a heart attack i want to call on him
President Biden live on the John DePietro show with Dr. Fauci. Okay, let me ask the other Alex and then you. Mr. President, is this the new normal that Americans should expect anticipating future potential variants? Should we expect intermittent travel restrictions and potential drops in the stock market going forward? Do you have any words of reassurance that this won't become the new normal? And then for both you and Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci said earlier on CBS that uh, lockdowns, shutdowns are off off the table for uh, restraining COVID going forward. You said that won't be part of your plan on Thursday. But why is that? Why are you taking that off the table? Well, answer your first question first. Uh, the answer is I expect this not to be the new normal. I expect the new normal to be everyone ends up getting vaccinated in the booster shot. So we reduce the number of people who aren't protected to such a low degree that we're not seeing the spread of these viruses. Now, we may be seeing exactly what the elements of this particular strain are. But if as I hope, then it's not going to be fundamentally different than in the past. Um, and uh, in terms of uh, what was the second part of the question? Are lockdowns off the table? Yes, for now. Yes. Why, why is that? Well, because we're able to, if people are vaccinated and wear their masks, there's no need for lockdown. Yes, so, um, My last question. Yes, going on from, from that question, uh, we've got the Christmas period coming up, huge amount of travel. Um, would you give any thought to domestic flights requiring tests or vaccine for people to get on planes the same way as they do for international flights? Well, at this point, that's not been recommended. I would wait for my uh, the scientific community to give, give me a recommendation on that. Are travel restrictions too late to be effective, sir, given that Dr. Fauci says this new variant could already be here? You understand the point of the, of the travel of the restrictions to give us time Folks, to give people President to Biden get lie. protection. To be We're live on the new variant on the John DePietro That's show. the reason for it. Thank you all so very, very much. I appreciate it. All right, folks. And again, and I'm sure I'll see you between now. Yeah, and we know that. But, uh, all right. Thanks. Folks, again, that is uh, President Biden right here on the John DePietro show. We're going to unpack uh, that expression. There is a lot to unpack with this whole thing. And again, I want to say good afternoon to everybody at 1220. Uh, it is the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com. Uh, and we have nice items. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. If you want to watch it on Facebook Live, just find the page. If you go to my Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook, you'll see RI1 News, and we have the live stream going right there. And so you can be uh, part of the program if, in fact, you... Um, Go right there. This portion of the program, folks, of the John DePietro Show is brought to you. And again, it was important. I wanted to carry uh, President Biden just because, folks, whenever it's something like that, and I know some people, why are you okay? Listen, he's still the president of the United States, at least for now. And what we we need to monitor is if there's certainly going to be any type of uh, shutdowns or lockdowns or anything like that. So. Uh, it's not every day, and plus this this new variant, there's a lot of questions about it. But this portion of the program uh, on this Monday, and again, good afternoon. Right now, it's 1221. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. You can on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. And it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Christmas has arrived. 
at Rhode Island's number one garden center. This is where we get our wreath. This is where we get our tree. And this is where we get all, they have all kinds of, you know, what they call Christmas swag or mistletoe, hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, potted live trees, PR landscape materials and garden center. Christmas, it's like Santa's workshop. Balsam, Fraser fir cut trees. And by the way, their trees, if you want to leave the tree up until Valentine's, which people used to do, Valentine's Day, it will stay. It will handle it. That's how fresh they are. Decorative pots. Cemetery baskets, Christmas crafts, gift available. They're open every day. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center this Christmas season. So, folks, right now it's 1222, and um, we do want to get through some of the news of what uh, President Biden just announced. God, it always, it still doesn't. It still seems odd saying President Biden, doesn't it? But, um, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. And visit the website, DePietro.com. Now, we have broken a story on DePietro.com. We have broken a story about, and, and I'm going to touch on that in a moment, but let me just say, Brood Awakenings has big news with their Johnson location that have been closed is now reopening. So you have two locations, Brood Awakenings. Uh, there's a link on the website to Petro.com, two locations in Johnston. They have one location on Bald Hill Road in Warwick, and then also downtown 100 Westminster, and then also Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Uh, fresh ingredients, full-service bars as far as Warwick, and also the Johnston location and Providence, so a three of them, cozy environment. Stop in. This is a great place. This time of year, maybe you want to meet up with somebody, say hello, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or snacks into the afternoon. I love it. It's it's Brood Awakenings. So, folks, visit um, the website, petro.com because, you know, I don't know what to make of this group. And I, it's a little odd because I'm the one that's breaking the story here. And you will hear the rest of the media go after it. But this group, they call themselves uh, the... Um, what do they call themselves? The Ocean State 301 Boys. And so I count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So there's 11 of them in the photo. <clears throat> and they have masks and it's kind of dark. But they call themselves the Ocean State 131 Boys. And they posted themselves standing at the Black Lives Matter uh, headquarters in Pawtucket, home of Brother Gary. And then, they, you know, they took some pictures of them in different places, and then they put a fish over the sign. So they're a member of the New England Nationalists. And they um, also go on, they have this, like, manifest, which is, they, they also mention the ZOG, which is the Zionist Occupied Government. They write, is a threat to global security, autonomy for all people. Even the most radical black power extreme is only a threat to white Americans. It's been co-opted, weaponized, served the interests of anti-white elite, blah, blah, blah. Talk about Daryl Brooks. They talk about, uh, <clears throat> they talk about uh, Winiksha, Winika? I already forget how to pronounce that. Where the Christmas parade was. Waukesha, Waukesha, excuse me, Waukesha, there we go. All right, it's a Monday after Thanksgiving. And then they have some anti-Semitic things. So 
you know, we did talk with our friend Brother Gary. We're the only ones that have this. Now, I, I want to admit, I'm thrown by this thing, the Ocean State 131 voice, because what I don't understand, but I'm not going to shy away from it. Listen, if you have 11 guys, white guys, standing outside the Black Lives Matter headquarters, and they're taking pictures of themselves and saying they're posted up and our martyrs will not be forgotten, neither will those responsible and and uh, all this other stuff. If they're going to do that, it's news. If they're going to do that, it's news. So, but I don't know who they are. So, I don't know who these, this crowd is. Uh, I know br- Brother Gary, the state police are investigating this. I don't know what to make of this whole thing. But you can see the pictures. They posted this stuff on Telegram. Um, I, I'll even say this. Brother Gary, who's modest about it, a Black Lives Matter. But he, he is a former boxer. And... Whoever these guys are that are posing outside there, um, not trying to inflame the situation, but if they were, you know, if they were real tough guys, go back during the day. So uh, my money would be on B, on uh, on BG, Brother Gary, on that. Uh, they just go there at night and pose for pictures and they're, I don't know what to make of the whole thing. But I do know the state police are investigating. I do know the state police are investigating. Now... I want to talk about the Jerry Habershaw situation, and I'm going to. But before I do, um, I also want to remind you folks that the heating season is here. And this heating season, we are encouraging you to go with our official oil provider. That's right. It's Henry Oil, a Rhode Island tradition since 1947. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call them today, Henry Oil, 5210200-401-5210200, online at henryoil.com. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. I want to um, touch on, folks, and again, at 1228, I want to touch on this Jerry Habeshaw story. So, and I've been communicating with some fellow Hawks. Uh, People may or may not know, I did attend Bishop Hendrickson. I knew Jerry Habeshaw at Hendrickson. I I got to know him a little bit. Uh, I I used to see him in the summertime. I played golf with him, uh, but he was the principal at Pilgrim High School. And just to give you a a, a short idea, they had a homecoming dance. This was a big thing this past fall. If you're a parent, you know about it, that a lot of parents and others were fighting for kids to have, you know, the high school experience of a homecoming dance. And Pilgrim had theirs outside under a tent. And some of the tent was enclosed. It wasn't all total open air. But they had it outside, and you had to go through a test, and you had to show uh, proof of a negative COVID test, blah, blah, blah. So they had some procedures set up. And then the, the, the Warwick Beacon seemingly led the charge in showing these photos of Habs, as he was known, Jerry Habeshaw, um, at the homecoming. He's the principal, or was, a pilgrim, and he didn't have a mask on. So, well... If you check to Pedro.com, you know, there's countless photos of Governor McKee not having a mask on and President Biden not having a mask on. And Governor McKee was inside and Governor McKee was even at an event waving his 
napkin, which could have been germs all in the air inside with that. But a lot of the extremists and progressives that want total lockdown, that's it. They're wearing masks. They, they, you know, someone even told me that they recently um, went to a wake and the deceased they actually had a mask on the deceased because the person, it was a woman, felt that strongly about masks. Now, I, I don't know what to make of that. Um, so the body is lying in the casket and they put a mask over the. I mean, I, I just don't understand other than they, they apparently this woman was so adamant about mask wearing. So, you know, even outside, I still see people from time to time, some guy out alone walking and he's got a mask on. So Habeshaw. They took some photos. He didn't have a mask on. And wouldn't you know, they're backpedaling now. But that work school committee and certain progressives that had it out for him um, and wanted another gender in charge of Pilgrim High School. Do you know, they actually not only suspended him, but they they were going to terminate him. And they're backpedaling now, but... He apparently got sick after the homecoming. Um, and then he, he was so down. I talked to someone that actually knew him very well and contacted the house and couldn't get him on the phone. He just couldn't believe this. He was actually going to lose his job. They suspended him and they were going to fire him for not wearing his mask. But they couldn't fire them. He beat them to it because he was so stressed out about the whole ordeal that, that he had a heart attack. And died on Saturday. And and these people were talking about, you know, the the mask mandate and the Governor McKee mask mandate and just how important it was. But th- these people are, are just a complete disgrace. So if, if they want to, you know, get some questions answered, that's one thing. But they 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 put this guy. Jerry Habeshaw, um, they absolutely put him front and center, and we're going to drive him out of that that job. And it, it is, and they could they could be backpedaling now, but it, it is just disgraceful. And then you have, you know, there's some people on social media that is still attacking him. He 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 died on Saturday, and they're still attacking him, which I don't. But it just shows you the I want to find it. There was some progressives that started to uh, go after him saying that, oh, well, if if he couldn't take the stress of being suspended and fired, then maybe he shouldn't have been in that job in the first place. I mean, that's just how demented this crowd is. And, you know, and, and, and there's, you know, Governor McKee with these other different individuals, by the way. No one else. The rest of the media doesn't pick up the the big picture of Governor McKee at that event where no one has a mask on. And they were all inside, by the way, Um, that that, that no one even picks up on the fact that the person in the back of the photo was was a state worker, a city worker who was arrested for taking equipment. The rest of the media doesn't even highlight that. So uh, but now here are some of the people. So it was put out there that it was a stress-induced heart attack. And here are now the progressives attacking him. Um, when did you get a medical degree? 
Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, if he was induced by this suspension, I would hope these. Uh, blah, 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 um, hold on. No, we're, these people are the worst kind of hypocrites. Um, here we go. When did you become Dr. DePietro? Uh, wow. I mean, the, these people are just. These people are just an absolute disgrace. They they just, there's no other way to describe it. So they just are. So they they can't stand, it doesn't matter um, of, of the fact that he's even died. There are, and I, I'm embarrassed to even say this, but there are some certain people on social media that they're almost saying, um, you know, he, he had it coming. He had that, he didn't wear a mask at homecoming, and so he, he had it coming. And if that happened to him, then, so, like, that's how demented these people are. And all they keep talking about is the McKee mandate. The McKee mandate. And this is the guy who announced the mandate, Governor McKee, the mask mandate, and now he's going to take $3,000 of COVID money and use it as bribe money to bribe the state workers. There, there is, and, and let me just say this, folks. And again, good afternoon at 1235. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. There is, um, there's no other way to describe it. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. There's no reasonable explanation. Now, Governor McKee is back. I don't know if he's answered any questions yet about this bribe money. Um, I've covered corruption cases. This is Rhode Island. We know a bribe, right? We know a bribe when we see one. Governor McKee is attempting, because it hasn't gone through yet, but attempting to bribe the union state workers and the union members of that in order to vote for him. And how far is he willing to give it? He's willing to give them each $3,000 of COVID money to get their vote. There's no other explanation for it. There's no other explanation. We're going to give people 3000 In Massachusetts, Governor Charlie Baker, is um, it's a mandate. If you want to be a state worker, you have to get vaccinated. 40,000 of them in Massachusetts. That's what Baker's doing. Governor McKee is saying, well... A big portion of our workforce is already vaccinated. If a big portion of the state workforce that are state workers, union members, if a, if a, a, and I mean over 90 percent, if, if over 90 percent of them are vaccinated, why are they all getting $3,000? It makes no sense. As I said last hour, so you have people who basically, you know, let's just go last whatever, February, March. Instead of waiting the turn, a lot of state workers got the vaccine early. Right. They got it last December, January. But let's just say last January, February, whatever. State worker, Council 94, they went to Walgreens or CBS or wherever and they got vaccinated. That's it. It was free. It was available. They got it. Now, Governor McKee is saying, well, my goodness, we have to reward such bravery. I'm going to give each of you fifteen hundred dollars for Christmas money spending and then. I'm going to give you $1,500 for getting the second shot, but we're going to pay that in July of 2022. Now, what's the significance of Governor Dan McGreed 
McKee, excuse me. What's the significance of giving the state <clears throat> state workers $1,500 next July while early voting for the Democrat primary starts in August? So he's bribing them 1500 in December for the first shot. And if you get the second one, he's going to give you an additional 1500 in July, right before the election. Um, there's no other way to describe it. That's that's a bribe. He's bribing or he's attempting to bribe them. Uh, I haven't heard him respond on this yet. He just got back. I think tonight they're holding some. I don't get this whole thing. He and uh, Lieutenant Governor Matos, Rhode Island 2030, right? Like they're planning what's going to go on in the state nine years from now. Yeah, as if anyone knows what's going to be going on in the state nine years. They don't know what's going to be going on in the state nine months from now, let alone nine years from now. But folks, we're going to, and we will have, I mean, I wrote a story. It is, there's no rationale. When it came to, let's just say someone says, well, Governor McKee wants to give an incentive for state workers to get vaccinated. $3,000? $3,000? What was the incentive for the general public? If you went to the dunk when he was there one time at lunchtime, what was this, two, three weeks ago? You got a $1 scratch ticket. So the regular taxpayer gets a $1 scratch ticket if you showed up at the dunk to get vaccinated. If you are a state worker, you get $3,000. It's a bribe. Right. I I remember I wasn't on the radio or in the media yet, but I remember the Dupree administration. Hey, Operation Plunderdome, Buddy Cianci. McKee is paying bribes. There's no other rationale for that. And he says, oh, we're doing it with COVID money. It doesn't matter. There's nothing fear about it. It's unnecessary. They gave the Providence teachers three thousand dollars and they set the precedent. And now every union member wants it. Every member of a state employee member who's a union, they all want $3,000. And now, because the precedent has been set, no one will tell them no. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, check out the website, DePietro.com, is brought to you by Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, salt of the earth, 20 years experience. Call, do you know Pat? Caller 401-474-5253. License in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. There is a uh, link on the website to Petro.com. You know, the current real estate market is strong as long as you're dealing with the right person. You know, I heard from another individual that said they had gone with a realtor that they didn't know that well. And the person was brand new. And the realtor was all excited because he said... I thought that she was pricing it a little low. And then she called us and said, I have great news. I've sold your house within 24 hours. Folks, that's not that. What does that tell you? That means you priced it too low. I'm not saying it's going to sit on the market for a year. But this person told me, you know, I'd rather find out where the ceiling is. We know where the floor is, but. We didn't want to sell it in a day. We thought it would take, you know, three to six months to sell. We were fine selling it three to six months to get the highest price available. We didn't want to sell it in 24 hours. Folks, you're not going to have that problem. 
If you call Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, 401-474-5253. So rest in, you know, now everyone, rest in peace. Uh, Jerry Habeshaw, principal of Pilgrim High School in Warwick. Yeah, he wasn't, he was a great guy and he was loved by the students, right? Yeah, except 57 years old and now he's deceased. So I, I don't know what to make of that. And now that, you know, a lot of the progressives, they're still attacking the guy, even though he's deceased. And now they get him a vigil. And now they'll, you know, I mean, they'll do something and name something after him. But what, I mean, 57 years old. But it was, and look at how he went out. The big story was that he was suspended and pushed out as principal of Pilgrim High School. Totally, totally unnecessary. And... I would like to see if some member of the media actually asks Governor McKee about it. Because what did Warwick School Department, what did the Warwick School Committee, as pathetic as those individuals are, and they are, they're a bunch of clowns that should be driven out of office. All they kept saying was, well, it was the McKee mask mandate, and we were just following the McKee mask mandate, and blah, blah, blah. So he gets fired over it? He gets fired over it? Uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo last December violated her own mask mandate at a wine and paint. And what was her penalty? She was named Commerce Secretary. Governor McKee is at some charity in a, in a booth, photo booth, and they're all laughing and no one has a mask on. What's his penalty? He went on a two-week vacation. So principal of Pilgrim, Jerry Habeshaw, Habs. Who was a, he was a good football player, he was a good basketball player, a good baseball player. What was his penalty for not having a mask on at the Pilgrim High School homecoming? They were going to fire the guy. They suspended him and they were going to terminate him. They couldn't fire him because he died from a stress-induced suspension. Terrible. What a bunch of clowns they are. Wow. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, now listen. I want to tell you about Michael, and good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live, at the CBD store and work. And again, we're going until 2 o'clock. We go until 2 o'clock on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You want to try this. If you want a great night's sleep, pop in and get some of these Delta 8 gummies that Michael has. They're just incredible. And you only need like a, a, you don't even need a half, a quarter. And boom, you have a nice restful sleep. It's 25% off. 25% 25% off if you mention you're a listener of the John DePietro show. The CBD store Warwick, right off the highway, right off of 95, across from Airport Plaza, Post Road. You can find them on Facebook. They have a good Facebook page. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. And they also have things to fight stress, anxiety, uh, sleep, pain, seizure. The CBD store. Hemp and CBD. Stop it and see them. And folks, remember, they also have this uh, great little potion it's a pet formula so if you have an old dog the way i do you put just a little some droplets of that on his food and it uh relaxes him it helps his hind legs and 25 percent off the cbd store you're gonna love it folks again visit the website everyone is buzzing about the story that we posted i i think they're embarrassing whoever these white supremacists are that were posting and uh posted up and having their picture taken Outside the Black Lives Matter headquarters in Pawtucket. Um, what, what is that all about? I mean, why why are you hiding? You know, I, I don't like what Black Lives Matter and Antifa hide, and I don't like anybody that hides. 
Listen, if you're a member of that group and someone said, well, you know, you should listen, you, you feel that way? Contact Brother Gary. Right. Go front him. Go there at night. There's no one there. They're closed and you're having your picture taken like it's a photo session. Contact him. He's not afraid. Folks, check it out on the website brought to you by the Senadale Revival Comfort Food Cocktails. Stop it and see them. You know, I um, I was at a wake last night and condolences go out to the Salvador family. Uh, what a legend their dad is that passed away. And I was at the wake last night and I ran into someone. And uh, we're going to make plans to get together. You know, you're talking to people outside at the week. And he said, I know where you, you want to meet. Let's meet at Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. And I said, you're on. No, we will definitely uh, meet there. But now I will talk more about um, the situation with Governor McKee. But I, I want to be very clear. You know, this school committee in Warwick uh, there were people that are saying, and it's tough to argue, that they have blood on their hands. There was no reason uh, to push him out. And I couldn't believe a member of the school committee was then openly discussing with the media, saying that he had a heart attack, that he had COVID, and all this other stuff. I talked to someone that know, knew him and his family very, very well and said, Jerry Havishaw, just, uh, it really threw him, the fact that he was suspended, and then they... We're going to make an example out of him. And folks, you know, why, why were they, why did they feel that they could make an example out of Pilgrim Principal Jerry Habershaw? Because he's a white male. That's why. Uh, with the, look at that. Pilgrim High School students return to class as they mourn the principal. Loving memory of Habs. They, they were going to make an example out of him. And they felt they could. Would they have done that? If he, I'll say it. Would they have done that if he were a person of color? No. Would they have suspended him and on the verge of firing him? If, in fact, uh, you know, let's go through the list. What if he was trans? What if he showed up every day, you know, so he didn't have the Black Lives Matter mask on that some of these school committee people wear? Um, you know, I, I don't know where it where it ends. So um, now this is also interesting where the North Kingstown School Committee, they're going to meet to decide whether or not they're going to investigate this, that uh, naked fat test uh, coach. So Pork Boy's friend, Dan York. You know, there's another thing. Why doesn't the media report that... uh, Fathead is the only one who will support that naked fat test. There have been countless stories done talking about people that are familiar with that test say that there is no legitimate reason. Look at that guy. They let him quietly resign and get another job. The man who is a grown man who has no evidence that there was any benefit to having these young 14, 15-year-old boys strip naked with him in a closet. He, they allowed to keep getting his pay, and then they quietly let him resign. Habashaw, they were going to fire him for not wearing a mask. And they did suspend him. These people are just nuts. Absolutely nuts. So I have a feeling we're going we're gonna to cover that story. Um, but it's... Um, 
this, listen, it's not your imagination. And, and I like how, you know, Biden, this whole business about the variant, Biden quickly says, well, we're, we're going to set up uh, a travel, right? Travel ban, blah, blah, blah. Well, when President Trump did that, let's face it, the progressives went after him. The progressives went after the president and he is a racist and look how he's doing that. And then they were trying to say how the rise in Asian hate crime was because of President Trump. The only problem was every time they were catching video or catching someone who was basically guilty of an Asian hate crime, anyone who was yelling at someone who was Asian, anyone who was assaulting and hitting and doing all things, every time they were doing that and catching the people in New York, they were, they were black. Well, I'm going to say 95% of the time. 95% of the time. So, so were the, 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 um, the, were the people of color, different parts of the country, but specifically New York, were, were they listening to President Trump when they were assaulting all these Asian people? Biden says, that's it, travel ban because of this variant out of Africa. Well, why, why, suddenly, where's the call? So that means he's a racist, right? Oh, no, he's just trying to be safe and cautious. Folks, they're so pathetic. They are so pathetic. This is why Biden's approval rating is below 40%. And here is a word of caution to Governor McGreed. Governor McKee, he went on this two-week vacation thinking, oh, I got it made. Biden's got a 60% approval rating in Rhode Island. I got a 60% approval rating. We're going to cruise in and win the primary next September. And then I'm going to be elected governor next November. The only problem is that Biden's approval rating in Rhode Island is actually below 50%. Nationwide, it's below 40%. In certain states, President Biden's approval rating is closer to 30%. But Governor McKee is in for shock. When he's going to find out that his approval rating, no matter how much he's going to throw COVID money around, try to buy votes. Governor McKee's approval rating in Rhode Island, I do not believe it's at 60%. The people that put that at 60%, they polled in July before his controversy started. I believe, where is the Governor McKee approval rating? Well, it's not 60 Ramundo was at 36% when she left office. When she, and it's a good thing she did go to become Commerce Secretary. Do I think it's 36%? No, it's not that low. I would guess Governor McKee's approval rating is below 50%. And the more that people learn about this sleazy contract he did, the more people learn he's doing paying bribes, the more people learn that he's very friendly with fathead pork boy. Um, McKee's approval rating is going to settle into, I don't know where exactly, mid-40s, 44, right around there. Not 60, not 36. I think he's probably a little higher than Biden. But my point is, if he thinks, if Governor Dan McKee feels, well, Biden is so popular in Rhode Island, yeah. Governor of New Jersey, talk to Phil Murphy. Biden won New Jersey by 15 points. That guy barely won and he's not running for re-election. Biden won Virginia by 10 points. Terry McAuliffe lost. For the right Republican candidate, this is a winnable election. And Governor McKee, he is drowning in his own controversies. And this 
bribe thing to the members of the union is just another disgrace. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Hey, Monday Night Football, how about that Patriot game yesterday? I like this Patriot team. I like them a lot. Uh, the defense... The defense didn't allow any points in the second half. The defense is jamming. Uh, Mac Jones and the offense are really coming to their own. I like this Patriot team. And they could. this could be a Super Bowl run. If they continue on this, now they're 8-4, and four, right? They have the game against uh, Buffalo. The only tough games they have left, really, are Buffalo twice. They got to play the Colts, who are good. How about Quiddy Pay yesterday? Speaking of Hendrickson. Sacking Tom Brady. But um, but this Patriot team, the, I am telling you, this, this could be first round by in the playoffs. And then if the road to the Super Bowl runs through Gillette, I would, when you have this type of defense, they have the top defense in the NFL and some breakout stars on offense. I really like this this Patriot team. Remember, tonight at the, you can watch the game at all the Patriot games at End Zone Sports Pub, 916 Menden Road in Cumberland. Dana runs such a great place. Folks, pop in and see them. Don't forget, karaoke Friday, Saturdays. It's clean. It's family friendly, family, family owned. Um, they have the NFL ticket on Sundays. You're going to love it. End Zone Sports Pub. So it's 1255. We'll play more sound of um of uh, President Biden, and, and this variant is, um, it's a problem. Now, I know some people are joking that it is the 2022 excuse to um, keep everybody locked down. But the president is cautioning against panic over the Omicron, urging the booster. It's, it's the same thing. We're, we're just stuck um, with where it is. And you know what else is... At no point does he ever give credit, meaning the president Biden. At no point, I was with someone um, the other day who made a very good point. They never give credit to President Trump and Operation Warp Speed. What the president was able to uh, get companies, private industry to, to rally around, they, they never give President Trump. And they won't. And they won't for... Um, they just never give President Trump credit for Operation Warp Speed. And you know what else is comical, folks? Um, and I'll touch on this a little bit next hour. Next hour, a lot of sound. But um, this business that CNN, someone wrote a column for CNN.com suggesting that Mayor Pete and Vice President Kamala Harris, they should team up instead of being rivals. And that could be the ticket for 2024. Folks, in my mind, from from their lips to God's ear, I mean, there'd be nothing would be better for the country that if Kamala Harris, the vice president, if she was the candidate and Mayor Pete as her vice president. So because you are talking about two real empty suits, and I mean redefining empty suits, no one should talk them out of it. If they feel that that would be a dynamite ticket, let them, oh my God, let them think that. How tremendous would that be? So, because there's no way the two of them are tone deaf. She is incompetent. Whatever she gets involved with the vice president, it's always in dysfunctional, disarray. 
she 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 is not she is a, a media creation is what she is. And Mayor Pete, he he's just he is a complete empty suit. You know, his reaction to high gas prices is he said, well, every American should buy an electric car. Now, listen, this number one, every American can't afford to get an electric car. That's number one. Number two, they, they don't even have them available if everyone wanted to, in fact, buy one. Number three, is there anyone that's convinced? Let's just talk about a Rhode Island for a moment. If everyone moved to get these EVs, right, electric vehicles, you charge them at night. So number one, you're going to put a tremendous uh, drain on our electric grid. That's number one. Number two, how many times do we lose power? What would happen in Rhode Island the next time we lose power? If everyone had an electric car, do you know what that means? It means no one would be able to get around anywhere if everyone uh, had an electric car. It's one thing. All right, you lose power. At least you have a full tank of gas. And, you know, most cars today can go, what, 300 miles with a full tank of gas, maybe more. Well, if you can't charge the battery, then where where are we going to be? And Rhode Island is like third world when it comes to if the wind, uh, you know, wind gusts are above 30 miles per hour, wind gusts, a lot of communities lose power. Then what are you going to do? All right, right now it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website, dipietro.com. It's Mug Monday. Get a nice Christmas mug. Makes a great gift right in our shop on the website, dipietro.com. Here's what we are going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. And then we have another full hour to go. The power hour is next. Talk more about this uh, outrageousness of this Warwick School Committee, which is, is Warwick School System is totally broken. How they were trying to make an example out of that poor principal. Uh, those watching on Facebook, you can certainly listen on the radio uh, or on the website. We'll be back on the other side after the one o'clock news.